Welcome to Hebrews Faith, a podcast focusing on biblical views for being a Christian. My name is Eric Hansen, and I want to thank you for listening in on this episode today. Before we get into today's episode, I'd like to ask if you are able to, to bow your head, and let's start this episode off with a prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this opportunity, for bringing us together, being able to discuss prayer, being able to Talk about ways that we can worship you, be able to glorify you and honor you, whether it be through our needs or just our awareness of how you accomplish things and that go on in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now in the prayer, I said that this was about prayer and I know I've discussed this topic a few times, and it's probably something that we'll discuss more frequently as well in the future, just because I view it as something that's foundational and something that every Christian should be striving to do on a daily, if not more, basis. Now, if you look in the Old Testament days, most people have one way to access God, and that is through the spiritual leaders, pretty much like what we would consider pastors today. Back then, people spoke to their leaders, while the leaders and the prophets delivered God's message or response back to them. There were a few scenarios in the Old Testament recorded that did break the system, however. On the other hand, in the New Testament, Jesus blessed us with, among many things, like miracles, the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, we have been able to establish a bridge over the gap that men ended up creating through the law and have a more personal relationship with the Holy Father, our Holy Father. So if you notice the difference between last episode and this, it's I opened it up with prayer. I didn't realize until I was editing the last episode that I did not do any prayer like I had in the past. Now I did pray before recording, but just not during the recording itself. At first I was going to re-record it and add it in the prayer, then I thought that would be a good teaching moment for myself and you about prayer in general. First, we need to look at what prayer really is biblically. The answer to that is pretty simple. It's us vocalizing to God about our needs and praises. With prayer, we really shouldn't expect to have a response back. We get that from reading scripture and being in tune with God via the Holy Spirit. There's a couple of verses that I want to look at real quick. First one is Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, which says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times, and in many ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. And the other scripture I want to read through is 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17, which says, all scripture is God-breathed, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, as you can see in Acts 2, 1-4, through 4, as all authority on earth was given to him. This is why prayer is important for us, though, because it's how we let God know how we need help, or what we're joyous about. It's not exactly uncommon either for some, especially earlier baby Christians, to feel like they need to speak a lot for God to hear them. You may have felt this way at some point in your walk, I know I have. Or if you're not quite to that point yet of following Christ, you could have witnessed a Christian speaking many words in their prayers. Now there will be times when prayer is heavy worded, 
but we shouldn't strive to be Shakespeare in all of our talks with the Lord. This is exactly one of the many things that Jesus warned you and I about in Matthew 6, 7-8, through 8, where he tells his listeners, And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Instead, say what you have to and be still. There's times where I've prayed a heavy word of prayer, and then there's been times where I've just said, God, please forgive me or help me. Most of my prayers start off with, Dear Father or Dear Heavenly Father. But if prayer is our way of speaking to God, then the other question becomes, what is God's way of speaking back to us if we should be cautious of audible events? The answer is greatly simplified when we check out various aspects under the lens of God's character, which becomes ingrained in our spirit the more we focus on God's word. But we can go back to the passage from 2 Timothy 3 that we read earlier to see we can validate it against scripture. Now, since scripture isn't black and white in content, and by this I mean that modern day cultural references are less likely to be found explicitly, we need to look at the context of the situation. Let's say for example that you are wondering about making a major move whether it's for your career or family, and I'll walk through this with you from a personal experience. My wife and I did a lot of prayer last year and making a move in both regards. First, we were considering moving back to Ohio to deal with some things and start moving more towards a calling for missionary work. Due to that though, it also required knowing whether I needed to be looking for a new job or not. We both prayed a lot, constantly and fearfully because we knew it would mean a lot of changes and neither of us really handled change well. But if it was guessable for us, and we were going to follow through on it because, as my wife likes to say, I'm not going to be Jonah and get swallowed by a whale. Through praying, whenever I felt I ought to believe her God in some fashion, whether through someone or directly myself, I would examine scripture. With the help of a good Christian friend, we discussed how God calls us to take care of loved ones when we can. As in 1 Timothy 5, verse 8, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. There's a few other verses like, I know your mother and father, but this one from 1 Timothy really settled on my heart at the time. To be honest, it's still something I'm wrestling with today as well. So with that, there was the next aspect of my career. Was I going to, was I going to stay working where I was at, or was I going to start looking elsewhere? I started interviewing for various reasons, mostly due to the requirement of me having to live in Michigan to stay where I was. Through the interviews, and even just when talking to recruiters, I would be praying to God to either bring me peace if he wants me to pursue the opportunity or close the door. There's one opportunity I had where I got to the final round, and even though I kept praying, I kept asking God to shut the door if no, this wasn't what he wanted me to do. And it wasn't until the final round, the night before I was supposed to have my interview with people and do a small presentation, that that door was shut super hard. It's pretty much like my face was broken off by it. <laughs> now after that, I still continued to interview, doing my prayer, before and after each time. And I eventually came to a company that offered me a job and I accepted it from them. Now what I can tell you now is what brought me to the acceptance of the offer though was that was the peace I felt. 
Galatians 5.22-23 says that the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. By examining the way I felt deep inside with what was in Scripture, the decision was made to change careers. Make the move and trust in God with faith. As we did these things with the intent of trusting in the Lord, if we made a mistake in any of these, we knew he will ultimately guide us back to where he's calling us. This is kind of a go around the barn to get to the front door episode about prayer, I understand. But there is a major importance on prayer that often gets legalistic when it really shouldn't be. We tend to make prayer to be some glorious showboat or me, 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 when really it should always be about our Father. Our, as in our united bodies through Christ's blood, Father, who loves us so much that he took us in as adopted sons and daughters to one day be made perfect. With our sins covering us as filthy rags, he still listens to us and responds back to us with love. Now, what I'd like to do is end this episode in prayer. So if you are able to, please bow your head with me. Dear Father, thank you for this opportunity to speak your word, speak your truth. Have some discussion about being able to talk to you and may the word spoken in this episode will reach out to those that need to hear it, either directly or indirectly. And may we also be able to feel encouraged and feel the strength to prayer not only in private but also around others as well. Not so much to boast about our faith or our practices, but for us to demonstrate where we get our faith, our comfort, our sense of security from. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you for listening to this episode, and until next time, have a blessed season of growth.